some gentlemen welcome back to black woman who it's your girl asia here a fellow young black woman navigating everyday life on her own personal journey i hope you all had a great weekend i hope you're having a great day i hope you're having a great month 2022 is literally like flying by but i'm so excited to see what the rest of this year has in store for you I don't know what's going on in your family or with your friends, but I have so many things coming up. I have a niece being born. So 2022 is looking like it's about to be a lit year. You know, I'm in my junior year at Southern and, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to be over with. I'm ready for summertime to come. I'm ready, I'm ready to be outside, not really outside, outside, but I'm ready to just, you know, not be having to worry about going to class every day. So, yeah, enough about me. Now, I feel like I've said this time and time again, but this podcast aims to connect, reflect, and encourage other young women to work towards their best selves. I created this podcast because I found that there is power in discussing personal growth, as well as other important conversations that can be had to help us empower one another. Now, while this podcast aims to uplift all women, this podcast is specifically and will specifically discuss experiences about and aimed towards young black women like myself. I hope that this podcast can uplift you to move out of your comfort zone and take steps necessary to become your best self. We are all a work in progress and together we can do amazing things. Now, let's begin. Now, I know I told y'all last week that Every week, we're starting off with a quote, with a scripture, with a tweet, with whatever, you know. So, my quote for you today comes from Beyonce, the queen herself. And she states, when you love and accept yourself, when you know who really cares about you, and when you learn from mistakes, then you stop caring about what people who don't even know you think. And let me just say, y'all, that that is a word right there in itself. But anyway, now we're going to move on to my scripture of the day for those who believe or have the same faith as I do. And it comes from 1 Corinthians 4 and 3, which states, But to me, it is a very small thing that I may be examined by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even examine myself. So y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. Today's episode... It stems from a screenshot that I have in my phone all the way going back to May 11th, 2021. Like I said before, I'm one of those girls who like will see a a quote or see something like inspirational and I'll have it in my phone from like high school. And I still have screenshots from years ago that I feel like resonates with me or has resonated with me. And I feel like I needed to like keep that gem or hold on to it. So then, like, when I needed that motivation, I can go back and read it, if that makes sense. So this quote, or tweet, rather, that I have comes from a black woman. And 
It states, I don't want to be in any more spaces where I can't fully be myself. My loud self, my black self, my occasionally sexy self, my take self-care day self, my enjoy social media self. Like, I don't want to be small for any opportunity, any person, or any space. Now, doing my research, I realized that as black women, we are young black women, because I'm still growing, I guess. I don't know about y'all, but I'm still growing. I'm still a little young black women. But we are raised and taught to be self-confident, self-efficient women. Now, I was doing um, some research, and I was reading an article called Black Women Are More Confident Than Any Other Group of Females. And this article was written in 2017 by Sean Dripatch. And in the article, he stated, in survey question after survey question, a pattern emerged. Black women consistently reported higher self-esteem than white or Hispanic women, and among among other things, they were far more likely to describe themselves as successful and beautiful. Now, when I listened to, or read rather, this article, or at least the beginning of this article, it amazed me because for the most part, when you see a statistic about a black woman, it's about black women who are single mothers, black women who are, have high dropout rates, black women who are unemployed. So to see a statistic that was so positive about black women, it meant a lot to me because when you grow up in a society or a world with the culture of constantly neglecting the black women it's amazing to see that above it all above the racism above the colorism above the sexism black women still on average promote more self-care and self-worth ideas than any other race so despite what men may think haters may think whoever may think regardless of what they may say about black women We are confident, we are amazing, we are doing our thing, and y'all can stay mad. Like, that is, it was just, I don't know, it just really meant so much to me reading this article. But let's just, let's keep going. The article also discusses and states, Black women also think more positively about themselves and their bodies when they look in the mirror. 56% say, I am proud of the person I am becoming. And 47% say, I am happy the way that I am. Growing up, black women are taught you are strong, you are beautiful, you are smart, you are enough. And that mindset is passed down from generation to generation as a defense mechanism against discrimination. Now, I think that that argument that it is passed down generation to generation as a defense mechanism is arguably right and wrong, I would say, because I feel as though I grew up... um, With a single black mother, my father passed away when I was much younger and I was about 13. And even before my dad passed away, my mother always instilled in us to be strong, to be independent, to be hardworking. We always got good grades. Me and my sisters, we were always um, on honor roll. You know, we always had things going for ourselves from our childhood till now. And I can honestly say it wasn't a defense mechanism against discrimination it was rather a way that our mother and i know 
generations before her passed down for us as young women to learn how to be self-sufficient with or without a man, with or without a partner, with or without whoever. You know, my mom just always wanted us to be independent like she was. And I think that while it can be a defense mechanism, it is also a way of life. Learning that, you know, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are smart, you are enough. That mindset is amazing to have, especially in a day and age where society is always telling you who and what and how and where to go and how to be and who to be and how to look. To know that you are beautiful, you are strong, you are enough, that is what you need so then everyone around you, as Beyonce says, won't pick with what you think about yourself, won't define what you think about yourself because you were raised and you were instilled to be enough because you know that you are enough and you know that you are strong and you know that you are beautiful. So while I think that it is a defense mechanism, it is also what I feel everyone, not just black women, all women should be taught that they are enough so that way society or a man can never tell them that they're not. Now, going back to the tweet, um, I think that this tweet meant a lot to me, especially at the time where I saw it because I was like going back in my memory. And I remember that um, I was having a conversation with a group of friends where we discussed how black women are always invited, specifically at PWIs. Young black women are always invited to certain group parties or certain events because of who we are and how we feel like many other groups can be intimidated by us. And I was, I said to them, like, the energy is just different and the vibe is just different. And I really can't pinpoint why, but I just never feel like completely comfortable there. And I don't want to be in any space like that. I don't want to be in any space. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in any space that I can't be my loud self. If you know me, you know that I joke all the time. I'm very loud. I... I'm gonna sing, I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna take snaps with my friends, I'm gonna record our memories, I'm gonna post on social media. I am just me and I am unapologetically me and I don't want to be in any circles, any friend groups, any spaces, any work environments that does not accept me for who I am because if you can't accept me for who I am, why should I be around you? Why should I want you in my energy? Why should I want you in my aura? If you're going to bring me down, why, why would I want you in my space? Because you bringing me down isn't doing any good for me. It's not serving me any good. So why would I allow you in my space? And you know, I think that when we allow negative people, whether it be family, whether it be friends, whether it be associates, whether it be coworkers, whether it be bosses, whether it be anybody... When we allow people in our space and that force us to not be our true selves and be our full selves, it just lessens our self-worth because if I know what I'm worth and I know I'm all the way up here and I know that when I'm around you, it brings me from a 10 to a 7, why would I want that for myself? Why would I want you to lower my self-rating? Who are you? Like, what are you doing for me? Are you putting money in my pocket? Are you serving me for my good? Are you doing something for my soul? Are you being a positive outlet? Are you doing good things for me or with me? No. So why would I put myself in this environment? And I think that's the, the issue we sometimes struggle with as black women or young black women, especially ones that attend um, PWIs. It's very hard 
to always be our full selves. You know, many of the classrooms, many of the classes that I have attended since I've gone to Southern have been predominantly white classes. The ratio has been very low. I, you know, I think the most amount of black girls I've had even in my class were three, I can remember, in my honors classes now. In my regular um, standard classes, I think I probably had about like 10 or less compared to like a 30 size class, which isn't so bad. But in my honors classes, which are classes that are considered higher level courses, there's been such a smaller ratio compared to everyday classes that anyone can join. And I feel and since I've been a freshman, that's always been an issue to me. I've always had conversations with my friends pointing out that we're not reflected as black women in higher spaces in my institution which is which is something that's you know not okay because it's hard to have diverse conversations in a classroom with little to no diversity so mind you i didn't even state that there was any black males in my classes therefore there has been at least in my classes none so there's little to no diversity for black women, young black women and young black males in honors level courses at a school where we should be practicing diversity. It's 2022. Where is the diversity? Where where is that coming in, you know? So it's hard for me, I could say as an example to be my true self, to be my black self, to be my full self in a classroom where there is little diversity, where I feel as though diversity is lacking. So I don't feel comfortable having a conversation about something that I feel like people cannot relate to because you cannot have a beneficial conversation with people if it's hard to have shared experiences. Now, you can compare experiences, but when you have one or two people saying, this is what happened to me, and 95% of the classroom saying, that is, that's great or that's unfortunate and we cannot relate, it's there's no all it is is just a back and forth of nothingness we're just gonna we're just gonna save that whole conversation about growing up as a minority not growing up as a minority i could say being a minority at a pwi for a whole other conversation we're just gonna leave that alone but you know it's very hard to always be your full self or your true self around people because sometimes people look at you a certain way you know I've been called bougie, I would say, like, a hundred times. Like, if I had a dollar for every time somebody called me, like, bougie or, like, something around the lines of it, I would be rich. Like, I would be Beyonce rich. Like, but that's what, that's what I'm aiming to be. That's not story. But it's, like, when you're your true self and when you're your bougie, when you're, not bougie self, that's funny. <laughs> when you are your true self and your whole self around people, sometimes it scares them, you know? Sometimes they're like, oh, she thinks she all that because she got that car. Or she thinks she all that because she got that job. Or she thinks she's all that because she's in the honors college. Or she thinks she's all that because she's getting her degree. People are always going to say something when you're open with yourself and you're not hiding your wins. When you're when you're open with who you are and who you want to be and where you're going, it intimidates a lot of people. And you could even lose friends behind it. It's and a lot of times I'll, it's funny to me because people will say that they are rooting for you and they're not rooting for you. They're rooting for the for the you that sits at home and mopes around all day. They're rooting for the you that is lonely. They're rooting for the you that can't get out of bed. They're rooting for the you that is in a cycle of toxicity. 
whether it be in friendships and relationships. The people that are rooting for the bad you, the you that you're running away from, the you that you don't want to be, are people who cannot handle your full self, your loud self, your fun self. And those type of people, we need to learn to stray away from because like I said before, if I cannot be me, if I cannot be Asia Wasia, like my friends know me as, if I can't be the dom when I'm having fun and I'm lit with my friends and I'm in my living room dancing at two o'clock in the morning, if I can't be that girl, if I can't be that girl that has like seven different laughs, if I can't be that girl that talks during a movie and asks 10,000 questions because I'm on my phone, if I can't be that girl that, that I know and that I love, around you then why are you around me if you only want to see me when i'm down then why are you around me and i feel like as black women when we are our true selves when we are our loud selves our black selves we get hated on for it we get taught we get called ghetto we get called she's doing too much we get called every name in the book and a lot of times ironically it comes from black men in our lives you know I have a couple friends that say black girls are so loud. They do too much. They this, they this, they this. And I'm like, didn't you come from a black woman? You know what? I'm going to leave that alone. Actually, I'm not even going to touch on that. But anyway, so many times people around us view black women when we're being our true selves as doing the most and doing too much. When if you can't accept me for who I am, if you can't accept me for being this lit, fun person, or you can't accept me and my homegirls for being these lit, cool adult people for who we are, then bye. Like, what are you still doing here? Like, why Like, why are you around? Like, that's what I don't get. If you, if you want me to be small, then you found the wrong person. You found the wrong friend group because me and my girls, I don't know about y'all, but me and my girls are not a, we are not small in any form of way, any type of way, any, uh, nothing that we do is small, nothing that we want to do is small. We're constantly as a group working on and going on to be bigger and better things. And I appreciate that. And I'm glad that I have a, such a diverse friend group because they keep me on my toes. You know, when I'm sad, when I'm open around, when I'm in my bed all day, when I got my door locked. One thing about my roommates, they're going to get me up. They're going to make me get dressed to go take photos outside. They're going to have me leave at 2 a.m. to go get cookies. They're going to do something, want to do something fun with me. And those are the people I need around me. I don't want my friends to be small. I don't want my friends to feel small around me. I want us all to have big hearts, big minds, big dreams, big goals, because we only have one life to live. So why should we choose to be anything besides big? And I feel like when you get that mentality of you only have one life to live, be who you want to be, do what you want to do, go where you want to go. You, you wean out all that negative energy, all those negative thoughts that people bring into you, because most of the time, a lot of our negative thoughts we internalize from other people we take from other experiences that we have from people making us feel like we can't do this we can't be this we can't go here we can't reach this goal we can't we can't read this book we can't ace this class we can't get this degree we can't do whatever that we might have set on our short-term or long-term goals and it's like 
Why am I internalizing the hate that you may have for yourself or the belief that you may have for yourself that you can't reach that goal, that you can't get that job, that you can't get that internship? And I'm sitting here internalizing what you have to say when I don't even feel that way about myself. Most of the time, I know I can get a job. There's been, there has not been one job that I've applied for that I have not gotten. I know that I can get into that program because there hasn't been a time that I've been denied. Oh, everything that I know I can do, I have done. So why am I internalizing what you have to say because you want me to be small? Because when I am big, it upsets you. It intimidates you. You don't like when I'm big because it makes you realize you're not doing enough. And if you're not doing enough, you don't want me to do enough. I don't want that in my life. And I don't want that in anyone's life. I wouldn't want that for you, the person listening. I wouldn't want that for me. I wouldn't want that on my worst enemy. For anyone to feel like they have to be small to please others. Because in the end, all that means is you're not doing enough for yourself that you're bringing, it, you're bringing everyone down with you. And if you're not doing enough for yourself, then that is your problem. Like, and if you can't see that, that's your problem, then you really don't need to be around me. Like, as a friend, I'm going to want to be there for you and help you in any way that I can. But if you can't even see that when you're upset or when you feel like you're not doing enough and I'm doing a lot that you need to bring me down and you don't acknowledge that that's what you're doing, then I, I go from wanting to help you and distancing myself to completely want you out of my circle. And it is a hard reality, but that is the only way to completely take yourself out of spaces where you cannot be your true self or you cannot be your full self because if you stay around that culture, you'll become that culture. Now, I'm not one of those people who believe in like you are who you hang with in most cases, you know, I think that I hang out with beautiful females and I am a beautiful female. I think that I hang out with successful females and I am a successful female. But the negative parts that people think like if you are this, then you are if you hang out with this, then you are this. I've never agreed with. But what I'll say is if you continue to constantly be in a cycle with people with, that want you to be small, you will eventually become small because you're internalizing all the small ideas that they are presenting to you and you're going to become that because that's all you're hearing that's all you're putting in your brain that i am this i am not worth anything i do not deserve this i don't deserve this job i don't deserve this opportunity i don't deserve this degree i don't deserve this scholarship and most of the time you don't even feel that way you're just going based off of but kelly and this one and this one think and i don't even I don't even know why you think that because you don't have a reason to think that. Kelly's just mad or Amy's just mad or whoever's just mad because they're sitting at home doing nothing all day. And you're sitting here grinding every day, all day, going to the gym, doing what you got to do. And they're mad. So they don't want you to be your full self, your beautiful self, your loud self, because it makes them realize I'm not doing enough. I got to think of a way to do this by tomorrow. It's making them think that and they're mad. But I feel like I've gone on a tangent, guys. I'm sorry. It that like this this tweet is just it's really resonated with me for a long time. And I think that as black women and the culture that has developed around black women and how we act and what we do, it is important that 
we do not let any person, anything, any phenomenon, anything hinder us from being our full, true, beautiful, self-worth-knowing selves. And I refuse. I don't know about you guys, but I refuse to let anybody tell me who to be and where to go and and how to move and anything i refuse because this is my life this is who i want to be this is what i want to do and i think that when we have that mentality that i am i am me and you are you we can overcome so much we can be victorious and when you have that mindset of i don't care what people think yes i have made mistakes Yes, I have learned from my mistakes. Yes, you care about me, but you don't care about me, like Beyonce said. Once we learn to love and accept, and accept ourselves, once we learn to know right from wrong, once we learn to stop caring about what people think or think that they think about us, we are free. We are, we are free to be our true selves. We are free to be our best selves. And I think that is so important as young women on our personal journeys to know that it is okay to be yourself. It is okay to be loud. It is okay to be proud. It is okay to be modest. It is okay to be fun. It is okay to go outside and wear that outfit that you bought from Shein that you think you look great in. It is okay to get your nails and your hair done. It is okay to be you. Despite what people may say, despite what people may think, it is okay to be who you want to be because it is your life, not theirs. And that is it. And that is all. And I think that with that being said, we need to remember that at the end of the day, people will come and go, but you are still you. And all you have, all you've came come into the world with is you and all you believe this world with is you so we must learn to stick by like that article from sean drisback said we must stick by the concepts that we have been that have been instilled in us for generations and generations that say we are confident we are strong we are beautiful we are enough because if we keep these root ideas that our ancestors have instilled in us that our mothers our fathers our families our our role models have instilled in us have instilled in us that we are enough then nothing anyone can say or do can prevent us from thinking otherwise it is all in our heads and in our hearts if we know that we can do it What anyone else says doesn't matter. What anyone else thinks doesn't matter because I am me and you are you. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode, Black Women Who Live Out Loud. I hope that this episode gave you some insight, clarity, or whatever else you may need to help you get through the week, the day, or the month. If you have a comment or something that you'd like to share with me, feel free to follow me on Instagram at BlackWomanWho. Feel free to share this podcast with a friend, a homegirl, a mentor, and so many more people that may mean so much to you. 
Once again, thank you for listening and hopefully we'll talk soon.